what's up everybody welcome back to baseball connection so let's jump into some recaps it's time to do some of that we'll go through the top games from around the league and we're going to start in pittsburgh because why not the pirates are a hot team they're 18 and 8 first in the nl central and they beat the dodgers on thursday six to two was a final score for pittsburgh mitch keller six innings 10 strikeouts brian reynolds Two for four with a double RBI run scored in a stolen base. This team is hot right now. This team has the best record in the National League. They've won nine of the last 10 games, and they stand 10 games above 500. I mean, Pittsburgh has not seen baseball like this in a long time, and their fan base has every, you know, has every reason to be excited right now. This is a hot team. They haven't been 10 games above 500 since 2015. It's been eight years since they've done that. And they're doing it against legitimate opponents. I mean, the Dodgers are as formidable of an opponent as you'll, you'll ever see. And Pittsburgh is telling us that they're legit. So that's the deal right now. Mitch Keller set the tone. So Mitch Keller finally is settling down into a nice role in the big leagues. We know he was a highly touted prospect. Took a while to really come into his own, but now he's finally settling down. He has a 3-5-3 ERA. Had a lot of problems keeping the ball in the yard in previous years, but now we see that he's pitching a lot better right now. Julio Urias had an uncharacteristically rough outing, five and two thirds with six earned runs for him. Forgettable afternoon, all things said, but no one wants to play the Pirates right now. They are a hot team. They are they are doing some special things, so watch out. If you have Pittsburgh on the schedule, I don't think, you know, we, we've heard this in a while, but if you have Pittsburgh on the schedule, you, you have to bring your A game. You have to bring your A game. Let's jump out to Anaheim, where Shohei Otani was on the mound. And the Angels won an 8-7 game. They won the game by a score of 8-7. But Otani pitched in this game. And at the plate, he also went 3-5 for five with a single, double, and a triple. If you're keeping score at home, that means he was a homer shy of the cycle. And he, he actually just missed the cycle there in the eighth inning. He was close. It was... Uh, a deep fly ball to the warning track and you know it was caught but that kept him from recording his second career cycle then which would have been just the 15th natural cycle in ALNL history the fans thought it was gone and you know but hey it is what it is but Otani said he's pleased with the way he's been feeling at the plate recently I mean he did go two for five with a homer on Wednesday and you know had this big game on Thursday he said this is the best he's felt all year at the plate. And don't forget, he pitched this game as well. I mean, we, we know he's just he's just something special. There's something special. I mean, you, you don't get... You're not going to see this for a while. I mean, unless he's just ushering in a new wave of two-way players, which he kind of is. I've seen some players drafted in recent years. And I think it's, it's Shohei Otani being that trailblazer and allowing teams to be more open-minded to two-way guys. There are always plenty of guys who were two-way players in college, but as soon as they got drafted into pro ball they were forced to pick one or the other but now Otani is showing that it is possible it's possible to do both so six innings I mean he did give up five run runs that was a, a bit of a rough go on the mound but uh I think his play with the bat you know at the plate definitely outshined that besides him Brandon Drury went two for two with a homer and a double as the Angels beat the Athletics by a score of eight seven if we jump out to San Francisco, where 
the Cardinals beat the Giants. They shut them out 6-0, and the Cardinals snapped their skid. At long last, you know, this is a team that had been stunned by its worst 25-game start to a season in 50 years. They were able to string together strong pitching, spectacular defense, and timely hitting in the same game, finally, as, you know, they get a 6-0 victory. The Cardinals are off to a rough start. Of course, it's just a rough start, plenty of time to turn things around. They're 10-16, and 16, but, you know, they, they put together a good game behind Miles Michaelis, 6 and a third, no earned runs, 6 strikeouts. So they're going to look to turn the page, but good momentum for them as they, you know, they move on from, from a bit of a rut. Let's go to New York, where we had an NL East matchup between the Mets and the Mets and the Nationals. So it was a gutsy comeback for New York. You know, they need some momentum here. They found themselves in a slugfest on Thursday night at City Field. And at the end of it, it was the Mets beating the Nats 9-8 in the series finale. Brett Beatty, 3-for-3 three three with a homer. Francisco Lindor, 2-for-5, two, two doubles, three ribbies. Ended up being the, you know, like I said, it was a slugfest, but the top performers of the game. And the Mets are just waiting to get their pitchers back. You know, they're getting Verlander back soon, I think, within a week. And same thing with Scherzer, back from his suspension as well. So they're just hoping to get those pitchers back so they can, you know, they can have that two-headed monster that they envision during the offseason. The Phillies beat the Mariners 1-0. Close game in Philadelphia. 1-0 was, you know, was the final score here. As it was a pitcher's duel, Matt Strong, 5 and a third, No earned runs, 5 strikeouts for Philadelphia. George Kirby on the other side looked really good for Seattle. Just no run support. 8 innings with 1 earned run, 7 strikeouts for George Kirby. Ended up getting a loss. Tough loss. I forgot that Craig Kimbrell was on the Phillies. But he is. He is closing games for Philadelphia. So that's that's pretty interesting. But yeah, the Phillies win this game. This was a highly anticipated series, you know, because these are two teams that were in the playoffs last year. But, um, you know, Kirby's complete game kind of goes goes for nothing because, yeah, I mean, I mean, eight innings complete game because he's the away pitcher. Phillies did not have to bat in the bottom of the ninth. But one nothing Phillies victory. You have to win close games. You know, good teams win close games. That's what they do, and that's what Philadelphia did. So, as we head into the weekend slate, we are going to see a World Series rematch in Houston, Phillies and Astros. So that's going to be a series to keep an eye on. That's that's going to be on uh, you know primetime TV for sure. That's that's a good one. Then you have. Guardians, Red Sox, you have Braves, Mets, that's another big one. Primetime TV, talking about good series this weekend. So catch some catch some marquee baseball if you haven't had a chance. Because of those options I just mentioned, you, know, you, got, you got a World Series rematch, you got NL East Showdown, if you like that. You, know, you got uh, another playoff rematch, Mariners and Blue Jays, on the schedule for this weekend as we, as we enjoy some, some baseball. But yeah, as I said, the primetime game, I think there's Friday night baseball for, you know, Phillies Astros. And again, Sunday night baseball is going to be Phillies Astros. So there you go if you want to watch some of that. But if you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.